You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we're going to be talking about the Coach Calipari offense. What does it need? What can it improve on? We're going to talk about that on today's episode. And then also, a couple of transfer portal guys. I know we've been talking a lot about the transfer portal recently. There is a guy that Kentucky has reached out to and then another guy that will be visiting the Wildcats here uh, in about a week or so. I I believe we're going to talk about those two guys. Very excited about those two post players in the portal. Going to be discussing what they could do for the Wildcats today. But first on the docket here, Coach Calipari's offense. What does it need? Statistically, Kentucky's offense was fifth in the nation last season in efficiency, adjusted offensive efficiency. Fifth in the nation, according to Ken Palm. Uh, However, there were a lot of people out there that were still disgruntled with the way it performed, especially down the stretch. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was myself frustrated with the way that Kentucky was shooting the basketball uh, as the season kind of started to dwindle, as the season kind of started to wind down, uh, Kentucky's shooters were not particularly impressive, and everybody everybody knows what happened with Ty Ty Washington, obviously with his injury against Auburn halfway through the year, and then uh, and then uh, Kellen Grady uh, just kind of falling off, not able to get in the right headspace as a shooter late, and it was uh, it was just kind of downhill for the Kentucky offense late in the season. So, what does the coach Calipari offense need? To succeed, and I, I've been scrolling through Up Rafters, and I've kind of gotten to hear uh, some of y'all's takes on this. So I'm going to go through some different things that I saw you guys uh, suggest that I agree with. And one of the first things here is a player that can create off the dribble. And I noted about Ty Ty Washington during his just during the non-conference slate earlier this season. I feel like I've talked about this a million times before on the show already. Just his ability to create in isolation was impressive, especially for a freshman. And he also had that shooter's touch. He could also knock it down from three. We're going to get to shooters here in a little bit. But something that Kentucky needs is a, a player that can actually create off the dribble. Uh, Severe Wheeler was was good at getting downhill, but I don't, want an, I don't want an undersized guard as the one guy that can kind of create and get to the bucket. I need somebody that's a little physical. I need somebody that can drive it and actually take a couple of bumps and then finish through contact. And that's actually the second thing here. On my list, what does a coach Calipari offense need? It needs somebody that can create off the dribble, and then it needs players that can be physical. Obviously, Oscar Shibwe, incredibly dominant, very aggressive on the interior for the for the Wildcats this past season. You need multiple guys that can be physical, whether it be in transition, whether it be in the paint. You know, if you're if you if if you're going to run the type of offense that Kentucky does, which they do like to run the floor a little bit, but also they, I wouldn't say their sets are particularly impressive, nor would I say that there's anything modern about them. You're going to need some guys that can kind of brute force their way into scoring, right? You need to be able to have some guys that can create off the dribble right and then can also create through contact. They need to be able to finish strong. Kentucky had Oscar Sheepway. 
this past season. They also gave a little bit uh, a little bit of minutes to Lance Ware and Bryce Hopkins. Hopkins has entered the transfer portal. I'm not sure if Lance Ware is ever going to pan out into something special if Kentucky decides to pick up a strong post player in the transfer portal this season, which we'll talk about later on in this podcast. But again, to recap, players who can tr- create off the dribble and then players who can be physical. And then the third thing on the list here, Players who are bucket getters. We've talked about this before on the show. You know how you can see all these different statistics and analytics about different players, and you can say what you want about them and be like, well, this guy's shooting this percentage from three, or, well, this person deserves to be SEC player of the year because of these numbers, but sometimes you just got to be able to watch some film. And there's a meme out there that's just like, yeah, forget all the statistics. He got that dog in him. He is somebody that you can trust in a clutch situation, right? Where he needs to be clutch, where he needs to knock down a shot, where he needs to get a bucket for his team. Kentucky needs somebody. It it doesn't have to be multiple people. It it can literally just be one person. In fact, I probably prefer it to be one person that can get a bucket when you need it, that has that mentality, that has that aggression, and then the ability to back it up as well. You can talk all you want about statistics, right? But at the end of the day, if my clutchest player is only shooting 33% from three and is not the not the greatest shooter in the world, I'm still going to take that clutch factor. Like, I'm still going to take that talent because I know whenever the lights are on, whenever the moment is the biggest, he's going to be able to go out there and execute. Kentucky needs somebody that just has that aggression and can get a bucket when the Wildcats need it. And then the final thing here, And you don't necessarily need this, but I think this would be preferred in a Coach Calipari offense. You need somebody, potentially, that can shoot. It's preferred. It's not not needed. These other three things are probably more important. Kentucky, statistically, under Coach Cal, has not been a team that likes to shoot the three a lot, right? And they've not consistently been one of the more impressive three-point shooting teams. But it would be some something to add on to an already powerful offense if you could get somebody that can create off the dribble. Your players are physical. You've got one guy that's got that dog mentality, Kimball Walker, uh, Damian Lillard type guy. And I'm not asking for those guys. I'm just asking for somebody that has that type of mentality and then can also execute, not to their level, but to a similar degree. It's like you, you can see it in them. But if you can have, uh, if you, if you can have a shooter, like say C.J. Frederick, this upcoming season, for example, if you can have a shooter on top of all these three these three things, if you can add this fourth thing where you've got somebody from the outside that can legitimately be a weapon, uh, I think it, it makes your offense even more power, powerful, dare I say, unstoppable. And so you look at all these different things, right, that this, coach, that this, this John Calipari offense needs. And not every single offense is the same. Like some people like to run small ball lineups. They're like, well, you need a lot of shooters. You need guys that can handle the ball. More importantly, you need guys that are really, really physical defensively or like are just aggressive. They're like they create their offense based on what they do on their defense. And it's not all offenses are created equal. But for the Coach Cal system, I believe that all these things are needed. And whenever you combine all of them together, I think you have to ask the question, is Kentucky recruiting that style of player right now? Because it's what made them successful in the past. Are they still recruiting those type of players right now? And according to a lot of people on message boards, Kentucky's not. They've kind of strayed away from it. And so I, I, I agree with that to an extent. And so what, what my 
position would be on this. It's like, look at all these different things that we know makes this offense go. If you're not going to change as a coach, then at least continue to recruit what's made you successful. Right? And I don't know if Kentucky's trying to do that right now. And quite honestly, I think it's becoming increasingly difficult for them to recruit their style of personnel that has worked in offenses of years past because of NIL and because of the transfer portal. I think it's becoming a, it's becoming more difficult for Kentucky to find those types of players coming out of high school especially. And I think I I hope coach Cal understands like okay, I know what my I know what makes my offense go. It's like for instance if you're if you're a football fan and your offense works best, you're running a spread option look, and your offense works best whenever you have a dual-threat quarterback at the helm, somebody that can run it, somebody that can throw it. You're not going to go out as a recruiter and just say, oh, I'll take this kid. He's a, he's a five-star prospect. I'll take this kid, even though I know he's not a dual-threat, even though I know he's more of a pocket passer, and he would thrive in a system that isn't the spread option scheme that I'm running, but we're going to take him. We're going to take them because just because we feel like it. You're not going to go out and get that type of personnel. You're going to get your you're going to get your um you're going to get your Lamar Jacksons of the world. You're going to get your Malik Cunninghams. If we're looking across the across the uh, across the rivalry here with Louisville, you're going to go get your type of guys like Will Levis who can run the ball a little bit. If you want to run a spread option look, right? So I, I think that Coach Cal needs to understand if he doesn't already. If you're going to run the system that you're currently running, and you could also make the argument for the defense if you're going to continue to run man-to-man, then go out and get personnel that reflects what you're running. Right? I just think that there have been a lot of complaints about the offense recently, and so I just wanted to list, okay, these are the things that make it work. Are we, as a, are we as a program, moving in a direction that would indicate that we're still continuing to get this type of personnel? hope I worded that correctly. All right, I want to talk about a couple of transfer portal kids here. This is going to be a rel- relatively short podcast. Before I talk about these two post players that I think could significantly impact the Wildcats, I want to tell you guys about our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcast interviews for all the different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action that's BetOnline where the game starts. All right, continuing along here on the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Daw here with you. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. A couple of transfer portal kids here that I think are worthy of discussing considering the Wildcats reach out to them. So we talked about on Friday about how there's a, there's a kid in the portal from Arkansas State that apparently statistically was, was dominant during his time with the Red Wolves. And he reportedly has received interest from the Kentucky Wildcats. His name is Norchad O'Meer. Norchad O'Meer, six foot seven, 232 pound freshman, similar to Kenneth Lofton Jr., who we were talking about on yesterday's show, transfer from Louisiana Tech. But O'Meer was particularly impressive during his first season with the Red Wolves, averaged 17.9 points per game, 12.2 rebounds per game, 
1.2 assists per game while shooting 63.2% from the floor. And then also he's shooting 30, uh, he's shooting uh, 33% from three, but he, I think took three threes all season. If I'm not mistaken. Nor Chad O'Meara has been contacted by a plethora of schools, including Kentucky, but the list, and I, I trimmed it down here just to look at some of the more important faces. So there's Kentucky, but he's also been contacted by Florida, Indiana, LSU, Ohio State, Baylor, Auburn, and Arkansas. A bunch of really talented teams. Of course, LSU doesn't currently have just about anybody on the roster right now. Just about everybody and their mothers transferred out of that program. But if they, if they could get a guy like Norchad, I, I think that Tiger fans would be relatively happy. But Norchad, Omir, just based off the scoring and efficiency alone, I mean, we talked about Kenneth Lofton being efficient. I mean, this guy, Omir, just takes it to another level. Now, he did not play against a lot of talented competition. He played against two ranked teams, played against number 11, Illinois, had four points, and then played against number 25, Texas Tech, had five points. There's two teams there that really know how to play defense. It's not fortunate for for, for uh, Omir nor the Red Wolves, but I don't think he's necessarily had the opportunity to shine against competition like Kentucky's going to face night in and night out in the SEC, but he could potentially be a really nice replacement for uh, for Keon Brooks, and he could potentially split time with Chris Livingston uh, at the four, and then also get Jacob Toppin could be the, in the mix. There could be uh, he uh, he could be an interesting prospect for the Wildcats to pick up again. He's received interest reportedly from the Kentucky Wildcats. And then also, we'll talk about one more guy here, and then we want to move on. I actually want to talk about a crystal ball prediction for a, uh, a five-star small forward for the Wildcats. Johnny Broom, so we've talked about him before on the show. This is a transfer out of Moorhead State. I, I announced just a, uh, a couple of weeks ago that he was entering the transfer portal. Six foot ten, 235-pound sophomore. He averaged 16.8 points, 10.5 rebounds, and 3.9 blocks this past season. He's the leading scorer on a team that went 23 and 11. This is another guy that I think Kentucky should definitely pursue, and they certainly are, considering he's going to be on campus here in about a week. But there are so many different really, really talented guys, especially in the front court in the portal right now. And while I do think that Terrence Shannon Jr., the transfer from Texas Tech, is on the top of my list right now, I think you have to at least get excited about the fact that there are several really, really special portal players that um, that Kentucky is is interested in. One of them has to hit. You would like to think that one of them is going to commit. It's just a question of uh, of which one. And I don't necessarily think just because Norchad O'Meara is averaging more points per game than Kenneth Lofton or Fardaz Amak or Johnny Broom, that that means he is objectively the best player to go out and get. So I wouldn't necessarily get upset if one of these guys were to commit. Like, well, statistically, he's one of the worst guys of the really talented few in the portal. So I don't think that that, that that's the perspective you should take. But just I think that whoever Kentucky gets, and I hope that they get somebody because if they whiff on everybody, I'm going to be mad. Of course, what can I do about it? Who cares? But they've I, I have faith that they will at least pick up one of these guys. And then also, one more guy here. Five-star freshman Justin Edwards. He's a six-foot-seven power forward out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 2023 recruit. Uh, Caleb Benson uh, uh, on Twitter 
put out a crystal ball prediction for uh, Justin Edwards to commit to the uh, Kentucky Wildcats. A couple other people that are in pursuit of Justin Edwards and his talent, Tennessee, UConn, Kansas, and Penn State. They're all warm on the trail, according to 24-7 Sports. And after watching a little bit of his film, uh, I, I immediately had a comp in my head, and then I went to scroll through uh, the thread of Caleb Benson uh, putting out there. It's like, well, here's my crystal ball. There's a couple different people that was like, this is a larger version of Malik Monk. I was like, I completely agree. I just thought of that like five minutes ago. Apparently great minds think alike. Or we're both wrong. Me and this random person on Twitter. And dumb minds think alike as well. But that's kind of what I thought. He's a lefty. He's a scorer at all three levels. Really like his mid-range game, although some of you may not like that. And I'm not particularly like obsessed with the mid-range. We've talked about that before on the show. But I think that this could be somebody, after looking at his film, it's got a little bit of that bucket-getter mentality that Kentucky's looking for. Really like his shot as a, as a lefty, too. Got good form, based on the film that I've watched. And there, there was some film out there where it's just like, okay, I don't, I don't think he's... He's got a lot of speed to him. He wasn't really pushing the pace in transition, but he's able to kind of bully his way in, get buckets. Um, but there, there were other highlights that I saw. I was like, man, this kid can really handle the ball. Like, really handle the ball for a six foot seven kid. So I, I think that Justin Edwards, I mean... Like I said, he's got a five-star prediction, or he's, uh, excuse me, he's got a crystal ball prediction for this five-star to come to play for the Wildcats next season. Just a guy to keep uh, your eye on here during this offseason, a potential recruit for the Kentucky Wildcats. Relatively short podcast today, guys. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter, at Lance Dahl underscore, and you can follow the show on Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns about the portal, about anything going on with Kentucky Athletics, leave them in the YouTube comments below. If you're on podcast format, hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody, and God bless.